good. All right. <laughs> we are rolling with my... I had... I accidentally deleted the app. Oh, no. I had to re-up recorder. Laura Palmer is dead at Twin Peaks Podcast. The Return, parts seven and eight. Really different episodes. Very, very different in tone, in look, in feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I want to just get first impressions of everyone all around on seven and eight. I loved seven. Loved it. It was my yeah. favorite. Seven then, was amazing. Yeah. Eight was kind of. Uh... And then eight was kind of. You have something weird on your face. <laughs> Sorry. Like to set a, <laughs> set a tone of paranoia right away. Uh, yeah, seven, seven was... gave me everything I wanted in terms of. Twin Peaksiness. Nostalgic Twin Peaks almost, but with new characters and with new, you know, direction and arc and like just some of the best acting. Laura Dern just blowing up the place as Diane. Amazing. Just big relationship moments. Starts with Jerry in the woods. Big story moments. And then (laughs) eight just slows everything down and takes it all back and it's this really cerebral like transcendental David Lynch it's like an art it's like a student film experimental it's it's an experimental right film for the most part like yeah there's ten minutes where you're sort of flying through a cloud of it's mushroom cloud though when they make fun of German art films this is what I picture (laughs) like you know when they always are like the Germans like there was a Saturday night skit where it was like right they were you know yeah it's like (laughs) it's like episode 7 was Twin Peaks the pilot and episode 8 was like fire walk with me like they're both Lynch but the tones just could not be more dramatically different and I know it's going to be a real polarizing two episodes for people. Because it's like, here's everything that you wanted, guys, in part seven. Yeah. Part eight, where Lynch is like, fuck you, now I'm going to do my thing for a while. Where it's like, here's eggs with people's faces in it. Yeah. (laughs) So let's let's start with seven. Let's go back. Um, We start right away. Pat, you were talking about Jerry lost in the woods, paranoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some great man. Ben has some great scenes. I'm I'm really like pleasantly surprised at their use of Ben. I didn't think he'd be a major character in the return, and he's had a really cool story in this first scene with Jerry. You know, it's just a different Ben. Like he's much more muted and sad and kind of down. Yeah, this and episode's a lot of Ben. Yeah, the scenes with him and Beverly. Episode, it was just like, oh yeah, are really good because she, yeah. you know he's really being restrained and not hitting on her and not being inappropriate in any way. But there's this like true chemistry between mm. them, and and it's just like when she does eventually leave or he tells her to go. There's this real sadness that he has. He's so alone, mm. and I'm really 
starting to feel more and more, maybe just because I want to see it there, but they are trying to show us that there is this like hole in Ben's life. And maybe that's Audrey, maybe (laughs) this missing, because we are having to ask ourselves at this point, really this episode seven is also the first mention of Audrey. Oh yeah. That's Um, true. Or maybe the hole is Laura Palmer, who he was true. True. You're right. (laughs) True. It could be in love with Laura Palmer. Homer, though. But, like, it is a different Ben, right? Like, he's just way more... Yeah. I mean, after... Subdued. You, yeah. Subdued. Yeah. After you get to a certain age, I feel like you stop with your... You pull back on your feelings. Yeah. But he wants to act on it, though. <laughs> but she, really, she wants to act on it. Like, yeah, she's she being too. kind of the aggressor, and he's... Yeah, I thought so. And, yeah, she's got a sick husband, Tom. I assume a husband at yeah. home. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. The yes. scene with them, with yeah, Ben and Beverly, like in his office with the tone in the wall, yeah. that was just a really sweet scene. Like it was just quiet and There's intimate. A hum. Who could it be? What's that hum? Could it Is be it Josie? Josie? Yeah. <laughs> and then she, he has that great line about Laura Palmer. She's like, who's Laura Palmer? And that's a long story. Yeah, that's a long story. Like it's just a sweet. That and that episode seven. Yeah, oh, seven. Oh, yes. That's weird. Yeah, Why I'm did... jumping around a little bit, but like the, you know, I think there's three Ben scenes in seven, and they have kind of that frame of of like the story being this kind of sadness and distance that he's alone and yeah. and it's those kind of like little like slices of character and relationship that are interspersed with really big plot stuff in seven we get a lot of information you know finally they're like driving things forward we have um frank and hawk with the pages of the diary three missing pages they right find. one one is still missing Right, so we have um, one page still missing. It kind of, it's kind of a extemporaneous, uh, or what's that, uh, uh, explainy scene. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, exposition. Exposition, yeah. yeah. It. <laughs> but it's it's important stuff that we need to know, and it's the it's the scene from Fire Walk with me, with um, the dream that Laura has. And Annie is in bed with her. That's true, yeah. And says, um, I've been with Dale and Laura. The good Dale is in the lodge and he can't leave. Write it in your diary. So that's like a big, big piece of information. And then Hawk is like, so if the good Cooper is in the lodge, then... And let's just go back to what we've been saying, Hawk. The only one that doesn't have yes. any <laughs> I would bingo Hawk. Yeah, because he's like, the, finally, he's like, well, wait a second. And so Cooper is yeah. not the good Cooper. He's the first person to actually be like, so the guy who we've all been interacting with, maybe not a good guy. Because then we find out that Cooper has left on the day like that basically Twin Peaks ends where we see him as Bob in the mirror. Right. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, it's the 4th of July, by the way, listeners. <laughs> if you hear some... You might hear some. Yeah. Uh, so, I think there'd be nothing ends. more American than talking about Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue, Melissa. No worries. And then, uh, yeah, so we know that Coop left that day, and the only other person that might have seen him was Doc Hayward, because he was going to the ICU to see... Oh, right, which is was the in a co- coma. Who's in yes. a coma? And that's all we that's all we hear about her. She and we was do, in a coma. So we do get so what a great, oh, a, yeah. several great things in this scene. So first of all, the Skype with Doc. Like I oh. love that Frank 
his computer's like hidden <laughs> under his desk because he wants to like hide from like Lucy and Andy and the like oh, sheriff's department yeah. that he has like right. real technology. <laughs> and just sweet to see Doc Hayward Skyping. The whole scene is really good. Like it, it's interspersing talk of serious stuff with things like the breakfast yeah. and they're just talking about their grandkids and, and stuff. Can, can I also chime in that though his monitor pops up from his desk he still types like an old person yeah one finger (laughs) just the two finger typing trying to get his handle for skype yeah it's so and you really get the sense that these are old friends frank and Mm -hmm. the doc so it's a really nice setup of that relationship and then so we do (laughs) learn that audrey was in a coma and that they brought, so they like brought Dale was Coop. in there, was hanging yeah, around. Yeah, so it sounds the like the doc like so. brought Coop there on his rounds to get him checked out. Well, he brought, he obviously brought him there because he had smashed his head into right. the mirror. So, so he said we brought him there to get him checked out, yeah. and then we saw him leaving intensive care fully dressed. Fully dressed, yeah. And he turned and looked at me, and it was, and there a strange was that, look. Yes, there was a strange face, he said. And then that was face, when yeah. Frank said, Who could he have been seeing in intensive care? And he said, Audrey Horn was there. Yeah. She was in a coma so she know, we know she's not still in a coma she could so, be dead so she's either dead or she's right alive so, so i pose to <laughs> I you the following <laughs> theory Those okay. are that's our basis for, covered right there <laughs> yep 50, yeah 50. i guess so we're still back to her she's alive though. <laughs> Come on. i mean so finally some promotional right. scenes so we assume finally we can talk about spawn evil richard theory um, if, if I haven't outright said it before, I have a theory that Richard Horn is the child of Audrey and Evil Cooper, and that Evil Cooper went on a rapey binge, <laughs> um, literally went to ICU, raped Audrey, got her pregnant, and then went and raped Diane and got her pregnant too, and... That's my oh. other theory. Because of how, like, Diane acted? But, wait, but, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, but... Do we know she has a kid? From no, her? but no, here's no. what I oh, think okay. is going on. Okay. No, Big theory, this guys. Theory. This is something that Kelly's really dun, been dun, dun. I've been really excited <laughs> to share this theory. At the very beginning of the return, the giant says, remember 4.30 Richard and Linda? I think Richard is Richard Horn, and Linda then is Diane's daughter, Linda, that we're going to find mm. out about. And yeah. the giant is telling Cooper to remember the children that evil coop has spawned in your absence you heard it here first listeners that's evil and coop spawn theory <laughs> i uh i'm a little skeptical on that uh, who's richard horn again like rapey guy rapey oh yeah okay the rapey. guy who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay we could at least say there's a and strong possibility that child that's killer guy audrey yeah. and, and yeah. evil coop's kid like i think there's, the richard horn is not such a far going theory. back to the no. going back to the richard horn andy finds the truck that he was driving and some guy's mm-hmm. yard who's all skittish and who's all like, skittish right. and is like Andy, meet me at this spot at 4.30. Yeah. At 4.30. Um, and Andy, like, what cop would not be like, okay, no, I'm... 21. I'm like, that, because that's the truck that he knows is just involved in a murder, right? right? Yes. And, he's, and the guy's being all crazy and shady, and I he's know. like, come back later, but not... not and yeah, like, a cop's really just going to be like... Even an Andy, I feel like, could be a better cop. Be like, no, we're going to talk about this now, and, like, maybe I need to see you in your house because you're acting crazy. 
And also, oh yeah, this truck just killed a little boy. So <laughs> yeah, it's suspicious behavior from Andy. I'm going to arrest you and then we'll figure all this out. And there yeah. could be a completely reasonable reason behind it. Like, but I do think they're having Andy act strange and that's not, yeah. that's on purpose. That's a weird move by Andy. Like, it's just, it's a weird, maybe, like, well, not that he has malevolent reasons for doing it, but it's just a weird move. I no, agree. I feel like Andy knew something was up and, like, the guy wasn't saying stuff because of something. And he's like, okay, well, just, all right, now you gotta meet me. And then right. I was hoping in episode eight, maybe Andy would go back to that house and right. find out, yeah. but Lynch was no. like, fuck you, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, there's there's so many answers that we don't get. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, I don't Sorry, know. I'm going to bring that up a lot. Was he being the just yeah. the naive Andy or just... Or maybe the, he was sensing, like, danger that, that this yeah. guy was in danger yeah, and he needed yeah. to, like, That's what leave. I think. That's, yeah, I think that so, That could too. be, but he was left to... But right. it is poor police work, though. But yeah. it is interesting that the time he picks to meet him is 4.30, which is number theory. Yeah. Route yes. 21, which, if you add those together, is a three. But this is amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We get a lot. Threes are really big. Threes are huge in this one. Threes and nines and Because threes is the dog one is the portal. Yeah. went out with information. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much um, stuff. There's so much... I wonder, you think there was actually, like, a dog that he cut up? <laughs> like, uh, I guess there I think was. so, because I think the dog is well, Mr. I thought it was, like, Strider. a metaphor for something, but... No, the dog because is they Mr. found Strider. a dog leg in his yeah. trunk, remember? I, I don't remember that. He's and then, a, uh... The, what's did. the guy? Uh, uh, Mr. Strawberry. No. <laughs> the, the warden? The warden other, Murphy? No. Ray? Ray no. Monroe? The other no. guy in jail with him? No, Gordon. And... Albert. Albert was like, oh, where's the cheese and crackers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like, yeah, this yeah. Right. a machine gun <laughs> and a dog's leg and right. like a beer or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah Much yeah. like uh, Gordon Cole, <coughs> Evil Coop does the same like really unnecessarily complicated ways of like telling something. <laughs> like being like, there are, there's one dog leg in my trunk. The other three went out with information. I'm like... What? This is so confusing, Coop. It's the same as when Cole does the thing with, like, the fingers with Tammy, and he's like, I'm very happy to see yeah. you. Yeah. That's the ring finger of the... I'm like, Cole, what the... Where are you getting any of this? Like, yeah, both of I'm, you need to just be a I'm little very, bit more linear again, old friend. with your clues. Like, there's no reason right. for such crypticness. Because I just like that... I call him Tan Coop. Is all like, the dog had four legs right. <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, I have one, three went out. Was with the Nine Inch Nails performance in seven or eight? That was eight. That was yeah. Because I got, like, I used to be a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, and I still am of their older stuff, but, like, I, among other things I skipped through in this episode, like, several minutes of bomb flying through, uh, I skipped that performance because, like, I liked Nine Inch Nails <laughs> when they, like, had, you know, melodies yeah. in their songs. Yeah. Uh. I, yeah, I'm a big sucker for melodies. Some, there are some good lyrics in that song, though, that yeah. tie. But yes, agreed. It was like, where did it come from? But before we get great. to eight and the madness that is, there's so much plot in seven. Yeah, we need to discuss it. Um, so we find out the, finally about the body. I feel like I keep thinking that we've covered this, but this is actually where this comes out. So we might, yeah. Um, this confirms it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Lieutenant we Knox, kind of Bizarro Scully. 
comes to Buckhorn Police, and she is like, okay, where are the prints? And they're like, uh, with the body. So she had this, <laughs> this 16 other times that they've gotten a lead on um, Major Briggs. Yeah. It's been just fingerprints. This time it's a body. But, of course, the body is in its late 40s and died within the last five or six days, whereas Major Briggs would have been in his 70s and or dead for a very long time. Yeah. So she calls it in to Colonel Davis, a.k.a. Ray from Ghostbusters. A.k.a. Yes. Ernie. Ernie. Hudson. Sorry. So we get, yeah, so we get some more information. But, He's, uh, <laughs> well, and during this... Zedmore. Um, Winston Zedmore. Winston Zedmore in, in the Ghostbusters. Oh. Ernie Hudson in real life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Who would know his enough. real life Go- name? Like, He's the guy from Ghostbusters. I'm literally remembering Everyone knows so Ernie many Hudson names right now. Like, life. if I learn one more name, I'm going to forget my own name. Oh. Well, and I would like to call out in that scene to, like, um, faux scullies all, like, you're not going to be handling this investigation mm-hmm. much longer. But that yeah. creepy guy in black is just like coal miner. In the <gasps> oh, zombie coal miner. Right. Zombie coal miner yeah. makes an appearance. It is a zombie coal miner. We don't know. Or is it a Dugpa? Oh, uh, yeah, right, right. Well, yeah, that, we're going to call them zombie coal miners. So <laughs> this is. It, it could, they could be Dugpas. We don't, yeah, yeah, we don't know. But Listeners, we're talking about the first occurrence of this was in the prison. When, um, oh my god, what's his name from Scream? Was uh, there... Matthew like, Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Know, characters. Characters. <laughs> yeah. He oh. was there, and there was... Yeah, wasn't that the back same Doug Puck coal miner? Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it, it might as well be. I mean, who cares? Because we, we can't that tell, scene you know? where it was like, oh, we're gonna just shoot all the cells, and then right. it was like, here's this... Yes. Yes. Homeless. There's a homeless guy, but then he disappears. disappears. The and it's in the same way that the Doug Puck Zombie God damn it, we're going to have to rewatch all of this. Oh, absolutely. Where did you hear Doug Puh the first time? That is in Fire um, Walk with me, and Doug Puhs are like what Bob the is. They're okay. like right. Mike. Mike is like, also a Doug Puh. They're right. as. How's uh, it's Wyndham Rowe who explains it? Wyndham Rowe's like, Puh. they find evil for uh, evil's sake, actually. The Doug Puhs. Like, and he's explaining in that scientific video. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Got to channel some old Twin Peaks and it felt good. Get some Winston. Some, <laughs> some Wyndham Earl Because everyone's been mixing Wyndham Earl. <laughs> but you know what? We could use his brand of very clear explanations <laughs> right yeah. about now. Right. Where he just tells us everything. You see, there's a lodge. A white lodge and a yes. black lodge. And <laughs> but if someone would just tell me what the homeless coal mi- <laughs> right. the zombie coal miners are doing. I know. I've got so many different names for them. It's so... So to Melissa's point, though, it was incredibly creepy when yeah. they had Lieutenant Knox just like doing her business and this guy's just walking through the hospital very creepily. Yes. Independence. <laughs> God bless America. Um, we do get a painting in Gold- Gordon Cole's office with the atomic bomb. So yeah. shadowing. Um, Mushroom cloud. He let yeah. I not to mention there's a Harry S. Truman from the original series. Right. Like, yeah. That's the president. Who ordered, the bomb, yeah. yeah. So they like oh, that. Lynch uh, has a, a he's weird. got a thing. Uh, yeah. He's got a thing for that uh, atomic bomb. But I do love a very cool character moment between Albert and Gordon. That's just like very smart and shows a lot of like. Layered stuff is when um, 
they're convincing about going back to Diane, and Gore, uh, Albert goes, say please. <laughs> Gordon goes, what? And Albert goes, you heard me. You heard me. <laughs> goes, please. And it was, like, great that Albert called Gordon out, and then Gordon had to say, like, it just was a perfect little relationship moment between then the two of them. Then they go to see Diane. Yeah. Just love, love the two of them together, and it makes it so sad that Miguel Ferrer is dead. Yeah. yeah. He's so Like, good. he's just great. Is Diane yeah. a hooker? I think they're um, saying that she just is, like, seeing, like, yeah, like a young... She's a social climbing, like... Because of that guy that was in her place? Yeah. He's, like, a young But he gigolo. seemed like he... There was had a, a spider on my page. Do <laughs> you think it was a... I, I, thought, I, I thought she. he was just, like, a either a boyfriend or a fling or something. She's like a cougar. She's know. a hardened, worldly... Her life has, her life with, you know, Cooper and Cole has, I just sent it over to you. She did have a young, he was a young hunk. Yeah, she's a, she's a cougar. (laughs) Um, But it's a good, it's a good, like, I I think Diane is extremely well costumed Mm -hmm. and played and everything that they give her, everything she does is so deliberate and meaningful, and it's, like, not a moment wasted. Just Laura Dern is perfect to and be in this role. was it not great that she said, fuck you, Tammy? Yes, <laughs> I, I noted it. Everyone was probably so thrilled about that. Thank you. Yes, that's what we were waiting for. Yeah, just even the fact that Tammy... I even put, when Tammy first comes on, I was like, Tammy... I roll. Right. They almost like we really know appreciate that we, your help. Fuck like, you, Tammy. Yeah, they know that we hate Tammy because even when she's on the plane, like she sort of pops out where you're like almost hoping that she wasn't on the plane. You're like, damn it, they so brought many, Tammy. So many viewings. Have, people are just booing. Like when, when she turned, like. Is she there on that plane and then she turns? And then, of course, she's so insensitive, just the way that (laughs) she's discussing Cooper with them, like, all scientifically right in front of Diane, who's like... So the spiritual finger is the fingerprint that was backwards. Right, the The Uriah. Yeah. And the, the, the thing that doesn't make sense is, like, she's, like, asking about the fingerprints, and they already know about it, and they're right. like, great job, Tammy. Way to like, but something. you guys already knew about it. Like, she didn't yeah, really it's like, And then why do did we anything? also hit, like, pull out the picture of Tancoop and Rio being, like... I don't know what that picture was. <laughs> that was the only known picture, they said, right? Yeah. It was, like, I guess, like, we have, like, gone to... Is Rio in it was Buenos like Aires? a Marlboro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's where the device was. It was yeah. in Rio de Janeiro, I think. That was in Argentina. Buenos, Buenos Aires. Yeah. No, but Argentina. The, that was the most. That's Buenos Aires. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was a photoshopped picture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like a Marlboro Lights ad <laughs> that just had like Kyle McLaughlin's face superimposed in it <laughs> with this like white, like. Casabia and like uh, pool. Palace, palatial. Like, oh God, yeah, I love pool, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the but let's get to the good scene here with Diane and Coop. Oh. Going for it. Prison. Yeah. Um so Diane does agree to go and meet Coop, but she wants it to be alone and she controls how long they see each other. And this scene is just like incredibly packed with emotion on 
I mean, Laura Derns and... Yeah, Coop. Yeah, Coop evil doesn't Coop. have a lot of no. emotion. <laughs> evil and Coop like, is like... And that's what's so scary about it. Like, it's just vacant and, yeah. like, Can we just missing. talk about, side note, about how the actor does such a good job. Why am I blanking on stuff? I've had a lot Which of sparkling actor? wine. It's okay. Coops. Kyle McLaughlin. Okay. Kyle McLaughlin is just a really good actor in that you never... You get the feelings for Evil Coop with Dougie, like yes, and then it's so Mayor of Portlandia, like and original Coop, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he, yeah, and the mayor. He speaks so little, and yet if you like showed stills of just his eyes, you'd know which one was Dougie That's and which true. one was Evil yeah. Coop. Like point. it's so awesome. And, and her, her question, like, do you uh, remember the last time? Right. So it's a really just you saw me. and He was like at your house yeah <laughs> so. and then she's like i'll never forget it yeah he Who says i'll you? always remember that night and she yeah. says same for me and then she says look oh. at me and so this is where we who are you determine yes. that um, Coop raped really? diane <laughs> that's what i have yeah at right at, so that's where i mean like yeah, that she, i got <laughs> he clearly <laughs> got that one went on a bit of a rape and pillage tour which like, not to make light of it, which I just did, and that's not cool, but, yeah, I mean, he, like, yeah. potentially raped Audrey in the ICU, like and then it. went and raped Diane. Yeah. Um, I mean, the raping of Diane is pretty solidified in her reaction. We, yes, that is definitely... The de- Audrey that's still less very... Less clear. Very theorized. Theory. I am. The <laughs> Diane <laughs> is, like, certain. It's, it's yeah. certain. And she does an amazing, amazing job, and, like... This was actually, for me, the first time that I think I really cried at Twin Peaks because watching Laura Dern's reaction to not seeing the Kyle McLaughlin that we love, that Special Mm. Agent Dale Cooper, that we want to see so badly, that we're missing so much, it was like, I just felt this overwhelming missing of Special Agent Dale Cooper. Because she's like, it isn't the passing of time, it's something missing. Yes. And then points to her chest. Yeah. And then then I love how Cole is just like, that's good enough for me, Diane. He's always so supportive of his people. Like, Cole is such a good boss, he's such a good friend. Like, that was just a great... yeah, Great and he's scene. like, what happened? Didn't he say, like, what happened that yeah. night or something? Yeah, he and says, like, like, do I need to know? Is there anything I need yeah. to know about? She's and like, we she will have a talk. Yeah. 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 And then she downs a shot of vodka, and she's like, cheers to the FBI. It just, so, I mean, like, and it's sad on so many levels. Like, we know Diane and Coop's relationship through him, and the idea of, like, this person that she loves, and I think that there was this, like, she was in in love with him unrequitedly thing, and, you know, this kind, wonderful special agent Dale Cooper, and then that he would, like, come to her house and rape her, like, right. and then she, and disappear, and how much that would fuck with her, and, mm-hmm. you know, so there's the sadness of that, and then just the sadness, again, of, like, missing our coop, and like not seeing everyone him. does. I know. Except Tammy, who's the worst actress. Because <laughs> <laughs> her trying to be annoyed is really fucking annoying. <laughs> like yeah, and it's she really just annoying. Does it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It's like so big. Right now, pretend to be annoyed. <sighs> and it's like, 
All right. Thanks, Tammy. Yeah, and it's weird, too, how she, like, almost has the least empathy for Diane, where she should, if anything, she should be, like, the woman who's there who's, like, okay, like, I'm here to be your woman and have empathy for you in this really intense situation. And she's, like, the last person that I, if I were Diane, would want to spend any time with. Like, it's really hard to like Tammy. Like, it just is. (laughs) I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm really curious about how many of these fireworks are going to be on our recording. Maybe none. <laughs> Maybe don't podcast on 4th of July in the future. Mental note. Never. That's like... Fun fact, fireworks season. not legal in this city or state. <laughs> That's I think it doesn't stop anybody. crazy you know? that a spider has been crawling over my yeah. notes this whole time. Like I found three different spiders in my parents' house this weekend. Oh, four. I found one in the basement, too. Oh, yeah? Spiders yeah. different different yeah different kinds mm. should the, start collecting I should, should we already talked terrarium. about the warden <laughs> so basically but we didn't really um, not really mention oh, yeah. how so we basically need to speak about strawberry a strawberry oh yeah, yeah. strawberry Evil like gets a meeting and then we talked about the dog legs and how yeah you know, People, he sent a bunch of people dog legs with information of Joe and McCluskey. Joe McCluskey, yes. Which feels so this is overly why. engineered, Coop. Like, yeah. you don't need to send dog legs with things. And it's like, You can just send a letter. How, or you must email? have, like, obviously, like, you know, the warden killed some guy, or else, you know, because, you know, we talk about the guy not being with us, and, but even if you have, yeah. if, like, you're going to lose your job for letting a fucking prisoner, two prisoners out. Like, I don't know how you, the FBI specifically was like, don't let those guys go. Yeah. Like, you're going to get in almost as much trouble as... Right, especially if the FBI is, like, yeah. watching this guy and they're like, this is one of our own. So like, like, he specifically said, don't let this guy go. <laughs> right. This and is true, but which tells you how dangerous I mean, yeah. so, I mean, we know. the situation he's in. So I want somebody's gonna come to kill him though if he doesn't do what Evil Koo says, you know. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that he was that his life was in danger. Just oh life. yeah, come on, yeah. Well, because Koo does say like, "I'm not after you." Yeah, I but if something like, were to yeah, happen to me, there's a couple people who yeah. are gonna come by. And they're not going to be too But that's happy. the funny thing is, like, he's like, well, nothing's going to happen to you, but we're going to keep you incarcerated. Like, that's, there's a, yeah. there's a middle ground here where, like, everything works out fine. I agree that Murphy well, is, he's being threatened, yeah. but he is he definitely between a, a rock and a hard place. Yeah. He, so, basically, Evil Coop um, asked for a car for him and, and he, Ray Ray. And at least one other guard is in on this because you see another yeah, guard with like, a gun in the trunk. That seems even less likely to me. Yeah, because yeah, he says, um, I need a something in a, I need a friend, a friend in, in the, the glove, glove compartment. Which we're like, yeah. oh, okay, he wants a gun. Yeah. I didn't realize that Raymond Rowe was <laughs> in the same prison. Wouldn't as... it be great if he opened the glove compartment and there's like a little kitten in there? <laughs> <laughs> My friend! He's like, Thanks, God damn it, Murphy. You're so stupid. <laughs> it just becomes a funny show about them, like bad coop and the kid. <laughs> oh my god, I he love that. Motorcycle and a sidecar <laughs> rides in. He would look so great with a little kid. Oh. Yeah, a little black cat. Oh so great! Like the, it's always sunny where they find the garbage cat. Yeah. Oh. Again, watch oh it. This episode, it's the so Nightman cometh <laughs> with special guest star. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. 
So uh, then we get Lucky Seven Insurance with Dougie and uh, Tony, Tony is just standing there like. Oh, can we of... just uh, mention though when Ray passes oh, Evo yeah. Coop, it's kind of like in the. Oh, you're right. Yeah, oh. sure. That, that's like, really walks smart. Up to, when they're both being released, Ray walks up to Evil Coop and chuckles just like the doppelganger Coop did to Leland yeah. when they were in the Red Room. Yeah, um, that was a really good a, call. And it's a long haul just like in the Red Room where when they... And their footsteps are kind of echoing yeah. similarly. Huh. So that was kind of cool. Don't think I caught that. No, I didn't either. Pat, you um, totally got that. 100%. <laughs> yeah, and... That actor who plays Ray is, I think, very well cast because yeah, he's, he's just good. so strange. Right. And it, he. And we don't know if Ray's like part of the whole universe that. Right. Or if he's just like a degenerate. That we know like, he knows about. He knows something about Bob because the last scene when he's driving yes. away in episode eight, hey, he's he like, talks about it. I saw something in Evil Coop. And this could uh, that could be the key to everything. Yeah, I have a note uh, about yeah. that. We'll get we'll dump oh, we can, that. Yeah, yeah, we can go back to that. But he's definitely. I think it is in this episode there where Ray and they're driving, and Ray's like, "I hope you're not sore at me for." And it's like, "Oh, Ray, you're no." So I dead. think that was like <laughs> yeah, that was the beginning of the other one because right. Oh, okay. I've been we live yes. tweeted me episode and eight, and I just, really thought Ray was gonna die. Yeah, I and really they, they set you up that way yeah. big time. Yeah. So what else do we have in this movie? Yeah, Ray tricked Bad Coop, which seems yeah. like... Twist! You never expect <laughs> anyone's going to get the, the drop on old Bad Coop. <laughs> no, right. I know. Um, so the only other things we have in this, in Seven... seven. Um, oh, wait, Dougie. we actually get... Dougie, the whole yeah, Dougie, Dougie. Yeah. Um, So Dougie oh, at yeah. Lucky Seven with Tony... Who's just like kind of threatening him yeah. in the yeah. office, and Dougie's drawing more pictures. <laughs> the police come. All the police are brothers named Fusco, which is pretty oh. great, which is helpful for remembering their names. Yeah. Huh. Three brothers it's named like, Fusco. Uh, this is Detective well, Fusco, and he like it's like plural. And then when we fire sticked it, sure enough, like all, all of them the are words. named Detective Fusco. Like <laughs> I just like that one of the guys was a uh, uh, anchorman. You know, yes. that oh, one. Yeah. Rob Cordry was yeah. it? Rob Cordry. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Rob, Rob Cordry. Uh, no, it's not Rob. No, that's not Rob Cordry. Oh. Okay. It's Greg. Greg something. He but was on SNL. David Lynch threw us a bone with just being like, you know what? Just name them all Detective Fusco, so I don't have to like worry and about. And they were. Uh, they, <laughs> he, I mean, he obviously got comedians for the, that role too, because yeah. Oh, David. When they're leaving, oh, David Cook. Keckner. Yeah. Oh, sorry, That's David a, Keckner. I David bet Keckner. people do that to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they all, they're, they're all clearly yeah. like douchebags, and they give it's these. It's great. Looks back when they leave. Well, and then Jamie is just Jamie, like the worst person James. to have a conversation with. God, she's so shrill. I'm sorry. Like, just I'm not a Jane E fan. No. I, she gets the job done, but man, oh man. She's, no, it's just unpleasant. A I guess she is unpleasant. And Bushnell Mullins comes to his aid as well. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mullins, because they found the exploded car, and they're right. like, "Hey, this is your car," but. 
it was with the bodies of all these car thieves, so maybe it was stolen? Sometimes she answers questions in an odd way, too. Like, it's like, what kind of car was it? Usually you'd say the make and the model. This comes from someone who doesn't have a driver's license. Even I know that. (laughs) But she's like, oh, it was a terrible car. It was always breaking down. It's like, that's not what he asked you, Janie James. Or the color, Ellie. Right. Start with that. You know if it's two-door, four-door, the make... The model. Oh, but this is the scene where when he's walking out, Ike the Spike comes to attack him and full on just he goes into Agent Cooper FBI mode and like beats him down. Squeezes his hands off. And then the arm comes, appears, and is like, yeah, rip his hand off or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because he wants to. Squeeze his hand off. Yeah. yeah. And then a piece really of his hand is on the on gun. Because yeah. he squeezes his hand so. Yeah. And it's. It, yeah, it's a great moment. And then oh, I yeah. like the interviews that they have of the people around the area that are yeah. like. Well, I also really like that. I do respect Janie, where, like, so. Coop takes him down, but then Janie just like chokes him. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Like, so she's many, like, I want in on this. So many <laughs> movies, you see the actress in the background just screaming and threatening right. the guy Janie's that like, murdered or something. Oh, she's a yeah. She is but she gets she around. is a tough cookie. That's the one thing you could say so about Janie. It's interesting you say right? tough cookie. Tough cookie is how Gordon Cole describes Diane, and I think That's it's right. also <laughs> how the one Jesus-looking guy describes right. Janie. When, when they go tough meet, dame, it's tough, tough dame. Tough dame. Oh, yeah. um, it's a tough dame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what. But yeah, yeah, tough cookie is like exactly the word. Yeah, it's great. And then she like, of course, gets totally turned on by him doing that because yeah. who would have yeah, in been come like, on? She was like, I punched and kicked him, and then yeah. he went on. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> Everyone's sure. just like totally enamored by Dougie all of a sudden. And then he goes right back into his comatose state. Yeah, he just has to repeat things and they're like, yep. oh. And then this thing. is where we actually get the Ben and Beverly okay. scene that we I, already talked about. I stopped taking notes after the Ike the Spike. I think uh, because it was the beginning of 8. And you I get another Renault brother in the Yes. Oh, oh wait, yeah. but before bang, that, bang. Beverly's house, I just wanted to say one more thing okay. about her and her husband. I thought that was a really interesting scene that maybe we'll get nothing more of, but, like, her husband's very ill, and she's, like, kind of pretty horrible to him, (laughs) Yeah. but then... He's also kind of a dick. (laughs) Right, so it's kind of like, I thought it was just an interesting story. Yeah, who's the, like... um, Yeah, you you seldom see the side of, like, a family member who has, like an ill family member who kind of takes advantage of that. Like, you never get that person's point of view. And I thought it was interesting to see just, like, maybe a little bit of, like, things aren't always what they seem. Like, before you judge her for being awful, maybe think that, what did he do? Yeah. I don't know. And she didn't really do anything wrong. She was maybe flirting with Ben a little bit. Right. And in the most sad way, I think that was what was so sad about that scene is, like, both of them are just... Like wanting a connection with someone and they're yeah. getting it they're from each. They're both just lonely. Yeah, and they're very lonely. Like, oh, I want. I didn't really get that much electricity between them as all you guys did, but I it's not electricity it's so much as like just like this. Yeah, loneliness and yeah. like companionship and it's just like they're enjoyment. needing something and like the other person's just there. Right, and that this device of having the thing in the walls. It's like, what's the hum? Do you hear it? And, like, it's all these, like, little moments of them in silence together. So it just was a really 
like beautiful scene and then you get the reality of her world and we don't know yet the reality of like what Ben's home life is but I can imagine not very good <laughs> you know I mean, it wasn't... and then seven ends in a weird shot of the uh, double R double R yeah and like kind of an ending yeah like... yeah but then like some guy like runs in and is like hey has anybody seen Bob or, or some Bill or Billy something? Billy oh right, right yeah and just run and they're like no it runs off and so you just assume that I guess oh. that's just which was really the polarizing. Yeah, the Renault sweeping scene. Yeah, which uh, just yeah. like made me angry because it did feel like Lynch being like, I can literally make you watch anything. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, skip like, some of that. Yeah. <laughs> like anyway, sorry. And yeah, yeah, and then the double R. So and now that I've seen eight, I feel like this thing of having the extended double R fade out scene was all about like Here's the sweet little bit of nostalgia before yeah. I dug pie your butt into <laughs> fire off of me hell. Right. You know, like I mean, this is way eight is way weirder than and more experimental than fire walk with it's me true. by a long it's shot. Right. Lynch, I mean, the well, fact I, that yeah. he like got this through and the network was like, yeah, go yeah. for. It. I mean, it's so tired. Have, tired. have you guys like, seen yeah, Eraserhead? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Eraserhead. It's closer to Eraserhead than right. like much closer. Else. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't, but now I need to watch all of Lynch's movies so I can Every bring them back to this effing I haven't seen Elephant Man. Yeah. yeah. If you can get through a race right without fast-forwarding, you win some kind of award. And I'm doing other things. <laughs> really disturbed. So, we good on seven? We ready to yeah. get into yeah. luck? Let's just uh, take a deep breath and just... Maybe I should open up another bottle of wine. Um, eight. <laughs> Part eight. So many things to talk about. Uh, so we start out, I do think, like, this is classic Lynch and it works in every movie. He has it in Mulholland Drive, in, um, oh my god, now I can't remember the other one that I always forget. Um, but Velvet? No, Lost not Highway. Lost Highway. Yeah. This, like, these shot of, like, driving on a oh, highway where right, it's so yes. dark that you only see, like, the lights the in front of you, and it's, like, kind of curving. He makes a lot of use of yeah, this ominous yeah. setup, and it is kind of a cool switch em up that we totally think, oh, Ray is gonna get killed. It's true. We're like, oh, Ray is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and also, can we also talk about how Evil Coop is weirdly tech-savvy? Like, yes. He's like, there's three trackers on this car. Luckily, I have this app that will just disable right. them, and I can just throw this out the window. Is that yeah. how technology works? I don't know. And he, don't his know. text, by the way, was <laughs> D-E-G-W-W-8. Oh. I, I was like, that could come back into play. So here's the thing about part Don't eight close. that I think is like where Lynch so brings in that transcendental meditation piece. It's because it's all so out there that we can't for sure tie anything to the main plot. We're just like in this overly heightened sense of taking everything in and trying to draw meaning from everything where it's like it's almost exhausting and overwhelming and right. kind of scary. Because Ray has something that I think we're going to get into number theory because Ray has something Evil Coop wants and he's like, I've memorized the, the numbers. numbers. And yes. so, and he's holding out for money now. Yeah. That's right. And then, yeah. Really smart of Ray, too, to be like, I'm going to memorize the information you want because yeah. that's the only leverage he has right. on Evil Coop and his Until life. Until Evil Coop tortures him to get those numbers. But we don't <laughs> know yet. But what's Ray's going right. to the farm. 
Yeah, the, the farm. farm. Yes, and he's planning is. this with Philip Jeffries. I didn't even get that until the yep. second watch around. Yep. Philip mm-hmm. Jeffries? He calls Philip. Bowie. Oh, no shit. So we do Bowie, know that yeah. Bowie was supposed to be in this. Had he not passed away, he oh, would have been in this. Yeah. So I think that that's why like, there's a lot of mention of Philip Jeffries, but not any Jeffries scenes. Mm-hmm. I also have to just mention that I always watch with subtitles, which kind of gives away that something's coming because they always say in the subtitles, foreboding. <laughs> and now yes. it's also foreboding at atmospheric music <laughs> is what the like subtitles say yeah. and then it's like Ray turns down this dark street and we're like well <laughs> shit's going down right yeah it, it is great that they set it up the whole beginning that's very slow and deliberate and lynchy that like Ray's gonna get fucked and then he doesn't really Ray fucks over Evil Coop switch yeah, yeah it's time. a switcheroo With, uh, Evil Coop's gun misfires the old take a leak trick yeah, who knew? Uh, right? you know, I, it looked like Coop was aiming like at his chest. Part. Like it looked to me like Coop would, was shooting to kill. But so and yeah. which was interesting because yeah. like you know he needs that information still. But you know it's you know you're only seeing Coop, so you can't really tell exactly oh, where he's aiming. Right, right. But that's just a thought that I had. Like it looked to me like he was trying, and you know you, you but don't his chest could have been the arm too. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. I don't, you know. I'm, well, you I'm know what? Sad. You made a good point. That actually, because then later when he calls Philip Jeffries on the road and is like, I told him where we are, if he knows I'm going right. there, we'll just meet him there. Maybe him. he is trying to like <laughs> disable him and then bring him to the farm and like attack him there. I don't know. So when Ray shoots, because I rewatched this, but I rewatched it on my mobile device, thus it was really dark. Were the homeless, the coal miner zombies, were they eating him? Just playing with so his blood? Here, yeah. Were, what was going they on? They were eating him. Tough to say. No, I watched. <laughs> they were like and digging like Ray him. saw him, right? So, like, saw the yes, zombies. Yes, he definitely saw yeah. them. So what we have here are a couple of different possibilities. Either Doug Puzz, coal miner men. Who were blown up who in were the blown up in the atomic, atomic bomb. Test. Um, we've seen them in a couple, this is not the first time we've seen these characters right. in it's the Lynchiverse. The first time we're kind of remembering because but it's they, just a group of right, them Right, they all come out in a group, they're dancing around Coop's body, they're, it, even in the, in the Fire Stick subtitles it describes it as like, um, pushing dirt around. Yeah, yeah, like, softly, uh, right. molding And they seem to be like though, they're, they're like spreading blood dirt. somehow across yeah. him. Across his face, from his chest. From face. his, yeah, like, maybe. it seems like they're digging or abdomen, up his maybe, abdomen. And they're, so they're, yeah. they're digging Bob out. That's it's what like, I think it is. They're digging yeah. Bob Upon out. Rewatch. You see Bob, his face in the egg. So then it makes you think, then they're not Doug Puzz. Because Doug Puzz, we know from Firewalk With Me, our Bob is a Doug Puzz. Like, Bob is the evil spirits who thrive on not. evil maybe, for evil's sake. Well, and, like... Yeah. are driven to the Black Lodge, so why would they want to be pulling Bob out of Cooper? Unless right. it's just to, I don't know. To preserve knows. him because he was just shot dead. He was, yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't, I don't know. To maybe take him out and I then think, put him yeah, back in. Yeah, it's a little early to be assigning just, meaning to these people's actions, I feel. Yeah. It's just so hard. Yeah, it's but so we hard. have to. It's but it's, de- it's and, <laughs> and what does it mean if if Bob is driven out of evil Cooper He's still a doppelganger, so he's still bad. Yeah, I think but he's doppel- not, doppelgangers. Yeah, he's yeah. still not like a good guy no. by any means. So, 
it's and then Ray dangerous. calls Philip, which yeah. is Philip Jeffries. Yeah. So I think um, Philip Jeffries has got to be. Yeah, unless it's Philip Gerard, the one-armed man. No, because he is. Is he dead? Uh, no. Well, we don't know. We don't know. He's, yeah, in, he's, the in, the room. Room. he's in the red room. He's in the red room. So probably Philip Jeffries. Probably Philip Jeffries. Thing. Yeah. And then along Nine Inch Nails. Then Nine Inch Nails. I did put down some lyrics that, and by the way, we have a playlist on Spotify called At the Bang Bang Bar that are all the songs from the Bang Bang Bar, including this one, which is She's Gone Away, Nine Inch Nails. And the lyrics, I can't remember what you came here for. I can't remember much of anything anymore. She's gone, she's gone, she's gone, she's gone away. Which I'm like, that's a little bit makes me think of Laura Palmer. She's gone right. away. So at least there was that. I think these music scenes at the Bang Bang Bar, there's fans who hate them. I like them. I think they're like palate cleansers kind of. I don't mind when they're at the end. I think that's a nice way to end it. When they yeah. put this, I don't know if it's because it was Nine Inch Nails yeah. and like that's putting a, it in the middle like was just like a little. Appearance. And then we're like, <clears throat> okay. Cool. Well, and it definitely breaks up though what <coughs> just happened from like now we've literally left the farm. Like we were on our way to the farm, we are off the planet. Like we're right. starting something completely different. By the way, Nine Inch Nails credited as the Nine Inch Nails. Like these, they're, they're introduced by the guy, which I thought was funny. Yeah, that's and awesome. yeah. all of their yeah, all of their yeah, stuff is like the lead singer of the Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, and didn't that guy look just like the singer? He, like the the guy who was like the Nine Inch Nails, he reminded me of that singer that does the. Uh, I know it's not him. Uh, the 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 sycamore trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks a little bit. Oh like yeah, the one they. I thought he looked a lot like him, and like yeah. he was dressed I like him too. Really I feel think like he looked like the sycamore yeah. guys. Yeah. Pat, I'm gonna let you do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I know what I'm. Great. Yeah. Take a pause while Pat opens some wine. <laughs> I'm just uh, just had yeah. to. I'm sure it was. I mean. Yeah, the resemblance. Oh, yeah. The I'm sure if they could have had that actor, they would have, but... Yeah. Jimmy so, something was his name, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, really Pat and I were talking about this with, like, we were trying to explain to a non-Twin Peaks fan the significance of this cultural moment with the return of Twin Peaks. And, like, here's the thing. There's a lot of reasons why this is significant, but one of the things that's so crazy is that for so many of these actors... This is their last show. I mean, there have been significant deaths. I'm not, like, meaning to laugh, but, like, there are significant cast members who this was their last right. work. That's why we, like, see the same picture of Bob just right. over and over again. Yeah. So, like, it's a... Bob died in 95 or 96, something like that. So. Right. It's, like, an artistic thing that cannot happen again in the right. same way with the same group of people. And, like, that is pretty significant. In and of itself. And I know. I was at a 4th of July barbecue, as I was telling, telling Kelly and Pat earlier today, and I mentioned that I was podcasting today, and, like, one of my friend's husbands was like, oh, so, like, can I just watch it on Showtime? I was like, mm-hmm. or do I have to, like, know it before? I was like, "Yeah, you need to know it. Like, it's really... Watch the two seasons, watch the movie, listen to our podcast, and then then you can get into the I mean, return. that's what makes it different than anything else on TV. It's not easy at all. Like, no, you have it's to. Like, like, it's really We light. just watched American Gods on Stars. It was yeah. amazing. We were both big Neil Gaiman fans, read mm-hmm. American Gods. I've read it multiple times. But, like, 
you could have not read American Gods and not know anything about Neil Gaiman and oh, watched yeah. that show and gotten a lot of enjoyment out of it. This is like David Lynch is saying, oh no, you have to like <laughs> literally be like have an MFA in David Lynch. Like you're going to have understand. to take notes. Right. It's like, like the- I'm not trying to appeal to everyone, you know. And I, because with um, Twin Peaks, the original series, like what we would do here on the podcast was watch some episodes together, take some notes and then chat about it. But now it's like we watch it. And we rewatch it, take right. a bunch of notes because, yeah. like, you need to see like, it. Like, think three about it times. all week, and like, literally have like a I feel like I'm fucking Homeland with like a board with like <laughs> yeah, your Claire Danes all for meds. And I, I mean, does that make it good or bad? I mean, I that know. could make it bad that you have to be that obsessed, or it could make it special that you have to be that obsessed. Like, so we ran into this bartender at Hopleaf. But, like, I don't remember what other nerdy thing we were talking about. Oh, we had, like, a Link Zelda, Zelda t-shirt. And something about that t-shirt and just the other. I was like, do you no. like Twin Peaks? And he was just, it was, like, Christmas morning. Oh, my God, <laughs> was, like, yes. I've been no waiting to, to talk to someone about this. And we just, like, were launching into number theory and all this stuff. And, like, Doug, Buzz, and Coal Miners. And, you know, it, the people around us are looking at us like we're crazy. But you suddenly have this connection of this thing that you've poured your time and energy into. And that's what a fandom is. So, I don't know, it's special in that way. We've digressed, but... And it's, it's great that anytime a number appears on screen, like, I have a separate number oh list. God, I know. Where it's like, all right, well, does 7, 6, 45 mean anything? Like, today I was literally, Pat was, I was getting crabby with Pat because I'm like, pause. I have to do more fucking research. <laughs> like, I'm like, ugh. This damn atomic like, bomb is really. So, yeah. Gotta figure it out. If, now, so my dad, big history buff, he would have right away known what exactly what this date meant, and I feel a little terrible that I had to Google it, but yeah, I July sixteenth, nineteen forty-five, White Sands, New Mexico, was the Trinity Code test of the atomic bomb. Yeah, which I didn't know that. Either. I, I gathered. I couldn't have told you the date before, but as soon as they put like you know New Mexico, nineteen forty-five, I'm like, okay, this is a bomb test. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which the the countdown or anything? Yeah, I mean the significance of the Trinity test is it's like the first detonation of a nuclear weapon ever. Mm-hmm. So this this was a significant moment, and I think what we're getting at with much much stuff in this episode is that this moment of kind of a step Chaos. forward in pure evil it tears a rift in the like white lodge black lodge spirits mm. kind yeah. of world that brings up these dug puzz these energies these portals yeah. where things are a little bit more transient that's kind of my take yeah. but it's like yeah. it tears a rift in and the, the music fabric of reality or something yeah. yes yeah. exactly yeah. and the music like kind of not the fire stick. I can Pen, totally be there. Pendereki. Um is the is the um, something about here person or a sponsorship <laughs> like, opportunity. Fire stick. Threnody um, for the victims of Hiroshima. Yeah, it's the victims of Hiroshima is the music playing. Oh, wow. So they really are like saying like this is and I think just the the palate cleanse of Nine Inch Nails setting apart the tone. Yeah. They're really like... Because this was really hard to watch twice. Like, yes. The scene was hard for me to be engaged 
twice. <laughs> and we were kind of messaging like, each right. other back and forth when we were watching it, me and Melissa. And I can't imagine also, by the way, that you were also like very wittily tweeting. I don't know how you were doing two things, three things at once. You're I'm amazing. I'm a multitasker. You <laughs> are. It's really easy, especially on the internet. <laughs> it just, the, this scene, to me, so, okay, so I did like kind of a train of the way this scene goes and where I think it, it takes us. So at first it's just like these explosions. So we're just yeah. seeing the big picture and it's particles and it's very like granular. Yeah. And then we get into flames and it's more colorful. And that's the first time that we see the like derelict convenience store. The convenience yeah. store yeah. With there's three <laughs> light bulbs also. Did you catch no, that? I did not. Three light bulbs, three is really big number theory here three flashing lights and these coal miner dugpa homeless people whatever are kind of zombies homeless zombies <laughs> with that, coming in and out and um because i was like ugh, this is like an art house film are these zombies being created I mean, by the mom like what happened did they like come over and i was Why trying to so see dark? if there was a source that they were coming from and it was yeah. very hard to well, tell well we do see a source of where bob came from and some right. figure right. some which is otherworldly a creature which is it was the that's just like out puking. of nowhere the creature's puking these bubbles yeah. but i thought it was the same creature as in the black box yeah. in the beginning of the return it yeah, certainly it like bears a, a strong yeah. resemblance because yeah. it's a white Fourth of July, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you're hearing this, but um, yeah, There's it's like a so white, white alien-like figure that's kind yeah. of godlike, very right. similar to the one we see spewing out these bubbles that eats the kids. Yeah, and it the the bubble that's Bob does to me look black, and the others look white. Yeah, because yeah. they look like okay. weird eggs, right? Weird right. eggs. Yeah. So is this the are we saying the atomic bomb is also the creation of the Dugpas? Like this rift in the realities creates these creatures of pure evil that thrive on evil. I'm Wyndham Earl, guys. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, the bookhouse boys no. just went weird. <laughs> like this is the tape you're gonna play later after I go crazy to be like, this was her precursor to going crazy. <laughs> oh, he's booked a flight, too. <laughs> I'm like sending you guys chess chess moves, and you're like, not again. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. But, I mean, that it does kind of make sense, though, right? No, like, it does. Yeah, it's I mean, the creation of the Dugpas. Then, because we see that, and then it goes back into the explosion. Right. And then that's where we get the purple waves the purple. and the castle and the clouds is how I like to call it. Yes. <laughs> and so, so Mike is a Dugpa who came from there possibly and right. <laughs> became good. Well, and so the purple waves and the castle and the like fortress, this listeners, we see for the first time with episode part three, is it with NATO? Oh. Um, the not Josie. Who is? Oh. Oh, so right. yeah. I think it's part three that starts out with Cooper standing, and it's just looks like oh, he's right. like yeah. at a building that's yeah. purple. And so I love this because it shows us how you are only getting such a small piece of the big picture. Because when we saw episode three, we saw it, we I thought mean, that, that Cooper was just, just like in a building. 
like looking out right. at like an ocean. That ocean is, and then it like um, pulls back to a citadel yeah, and like yeah. a tower, and it's like so much bigger than it's we just, knew. Is that the one that he couldn't get scene. in, or like, he did get in? That's the one with the Josie. he did get in. That's the one with the the yeah. Josie. I think it's the same citadel because it's like it kind of a place similar. of like the good transitional people, like the people who could be good or bad. They're like um, an in-betweeners. Right, because like the giant we know is not a Dugpa. He could be good. Well, I, think he's, I think he's he good. Is good. I think he's definitely good. good. Yeah. Because yeah. there's this explosion and this, we'll say it's the alarm. evilness coming into the world, which yeah. is causing this alarm, and then he goes into his weird meditative state where I feel like he's trying to put goodness in the world. Right. I was like, when, like I the gold stuff is flying out yeah. of his head. He ex- yeah, he Which I thought was his, I thought this was the death stuff. of the giant. I thought this was his spirit. So we get. I don't think. Let's back I up. Know, I, I feel know. like this is still 1945. Yeah, so. so. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. Because of the clothing, the great jewelry on uh, Senorita Dido. Dido. Yeah. Played by an Senora. old classmate of mine from USC. Yeah, yeah and, part, Joy. and may I say, just an awesome job she does. I think she's beautiful and very compelling looking. And I loved the first shot of her in the Citadel. Just listen just, to the record player. Yeah. Yeah. Which the old we, gramophone. Yeah. Old timey gramophone. Which Pat noticed there was also one of the like bell shaped bell shaped uh, portal yes, things that I saw that too. NATO turned like turned the lever to on. change it from fifteen to three. Yeah. Oh my god, it's such complicated stuff. It's crazy. Um, and and it's interesting. No one says that this is the giant's wife, but all of us have thought like she's the giant's wife and <laughs> yeah. called her the giant's wife, like independent. And the bartender <laughs> guy we were talking to was like, "Oh, the giant's wife." Like, it, no one says that. There's nothing about their interactions that necessarily says that, but that's just sort of the sense yeah. you get that they are in a but relationship together. Yes. Not get that. No. no. So why would be... that lady be there? Why? Why? <laughs> it's David Lynch. Who knows why anything is happening? But She's such an interesting character. Like, I love the way <laughs> she looks at him. I, I think she just gets a lot of, I don't know. Yeah, so the bell's yeah, ringing. Striking. Every the set with that, striking. like, old-fashioned theater that has yeah. the bell and the screen where we the see the still of Bob. Yeah. Um... And the the giant enters, and he kind of starts floating up, and the yellow starts shooting out of his head. Yeah, it's a very beautiful, positive it's, scene. Weirdly, I feel like it's a very because good, it makes, happy, swirl it makes the lady gold. happy to see him like that. Yes, because if you notice, like she's smiling up at him, kind of lovingly, mm-hmm. and then out of his golden. Yeah. Shower. An or- <laughs> a golden. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was bad. But there's no other way to do it. Out of his golden shower comes a little golden bubble that drifts down to the giant's wife or Dido. An orb, I would say. And, and it's oh, a an beautiful a picture of Laura Palmer <laughs> on prom. Yeah. yeah, this is what bothers the me. The only picture we've ever seen <laughs> yeah. of Laura Palmer. Like, wouldn't it just be like, maybe 
Laura Palmer like in action. Yeah, just but like it, inst- ran- and you still shot of <laughs> her instead of this one picture that she took probably like six months before right. she's murdered, but it's the only picture that anyone has of her. You know, and what's weird too is including the, is the, the uh, past. <laughs> Senora Dido like sends it to the world, and you see it go to like the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like. It's like come out, come out, <laughs> for you. It's like, like a it's 1940s, like so 50s, like, you know, movie. Where... So weirdly, like, optimistic, like, Laura Palmer's going to save the world. Yeah. Or Some I Wizard feel... of Oz type shit, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, first it flies through, like, a giant clarinet or saxophone looking thing and uh, I thought it was another gramophone like they're in a big gramophone had, but they're it, also but playing also had, a gramophone it had holes which made me think of like a wind instrument yeah that was oh, you're right. yeah I noticed I mean it could have who knows but it also did look like a gramophone like in the yeah, gramophone of life we're all just blowing through the right parts my <laughs> in your golden shower <laughs> it's a golden shower you can buy Kelly's book of little sayings for five dollars <laughs> we're all going so the time has a golden place. shower that leads to, <laughs> to a bubble definitely if you haven't watched this episode shouldn't be listening to this <laughs> podcast I uh, just want to throw that out there because <laughs> I feel like the whole Laura Palmer orb is like this person is going to lead to maybe the descri- destruction Right, of, like all of this evil. It's your classic. What but came it's first, also the like, chicken or the egg? Story. Hey, you're totally damned. BT dubs. I know. Yeah. Like so, here's my damn bubble. Bye. We so sent you to distract totally Bob <laughs> right. for a little while. So, <laughs> just, <laughs> so this episode has potentially like, shown us the origin of Bob, the origin of the Doug Puzz, the origin of Laura, and potentially the origin of Sarah Palmer's powers. Which starts oh, yeah. out with, um, we get a flash to... 1956. 1956. It starts August out 1945 5th. and ticks up. Yes. And I looked a bunch 5th. of like significant things that happen on this date. Significant thing. There's really not that much significant about this date. 1956, That's, August 5th. Now there is. That's why I just put 8-5 because what does 8-5 mean? 5-6. I don't know. I don't what? know. You don't know. We're in the Mexican desert, and a shell cracks, and an alien frog creature comes out of the shell. I like to say an alien frog. frog. Yeah, the fr- it frog has a. Frog, I mean, yeah. like Insect clearly, frog, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's really so gross. I had to look away again, making me think this rift between time and space also could coincide with like this blue rose X Files thing. So there's aliens of some kind. So we get like this story of the frog creature, and where is he gonna go? Um, and then they cut to this, like, black and white scene of a young boy and girl. Coming from the convenience store, though. Right, coming from the convenience store. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Very 50 sweet. She's like, I found a good luck penny, and it's heads (laughs) up. And you're like, oh, God, this girl's gonna die. (laughs) And then the... Woodsman floats down. The Woodsman, (laughs) interesting in Twin Peaks lore, this is a character that we actually have seen before, right? In Fire Walk With Me. Well, we thought that was actually the Log Lady's husband, didn't we? Right. Oh, yeah. So this Uh, could be like the Log Lady's husband. Or someone. Yeah, the Gatolite. So. Yeah. yeah. You're getting these spirits floating down, but now they're getting like. 
what's interesting to me is that the spirits that we see in the beginning of the episodes are not able to do anything to Ray. They're only able to do something to Evil Cooper, who's got Bob right. within him. So it sort of means to me that there's, like, rules. Like, yeah. if if you're within this Black Lodge, White Lodge, Doug Poe world, we can fuck with you if you're normal. We can scare you, but we can't really do anything to you because <laughs> right. Ray is, like, fine. But here, in 56, mm-hmm. they're able to, like, murder people. Yeah. And in the same way that right, Coop right. does when he... Evil Coop. Yeah. When he just, like, does the brain squeezes where he squeezes your head and kills you. So it's sort of saying to me, possibly, that their powers decrease in the future. When did like, they had more powers. Like that? Jack, um, who was the cohort of Ray and Daria in episode Oh, yeah, oh, yeah he yeah. squeezed his face. Yeah. He, like, squeezed That's his right. face. Oh, yeah. So sure. it's like... So I think there's something they're saying here, potentially, that is, like their powers have decreased. We're like in this time in 56 that was closer to 45 and the atomic bomb, like they're strong and they're able to like really affect people. And like in the modern time, they need vehicles to like glom onto Mm. a la Bob. Could be. But I could be totally wrong. (laughs) Um, So we see this young girl and this boy and they're walking and it's cute. Yeah, and then we cut to you're like, oh, you're so the woodsman <laughs> stopping the car, mm-hmm. and I tweeted this, but it's so like, scary. <laughs> in the modern day, you don't stop for that kind of person <laughs> anymore. Like you, no, you shake don't. your head, like Even I, whatever, him. whatever you have. No, I, just... I noticed he had his door open too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like who's gonna go like, up? What are you doing? <laughs> So, so scary. Every time I exit the highway, there is several homeless people who come up to your window and, like, shake their cup in front of you and just have to not make eye contact and shake your head. And the most disturbing part of that scene is how, like, the wife's screams get all slowed down. Oh, my God. And it's... They use the same animal noises that they use when Maddie gets killed by Bob. The, like... Like, same type of, yeah, animalistic. So they're definitely drawing conclusions. I think this episode, episode eight, could be called, like, the origin of the Doug Puzz, and it's really about the creation of these beings of evil. But the woodsman and his tie to the log lady, I'm not quite sure, and I want to get more into that. I love, too, that the song they play during this killing spree is My Prayers by the Platters, which is a 50s doo-wop song, very appropriately sweet and odd. There's something about doo-wop music that, to me, can really set the scene for, like, an X-Files murder or a Twin Peaks murder. Well, that song has been used, I think, in, like... Uh, a Fallout game or a commercial for a Fallout yes. game. Yes. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, like, I, I, yeah I see which. Yeah, like, it's been used a lot anymore. since then for like. Oh my God! Creepiness yeah. and mm-hmm. sort of otherworldliness. Interesting. In college, I did a production of Oedipus Rex, and I made the uh, opening song. I only have eyes for you by the Flamingos, mm-hmm. and like it's doo-wop, and it's also like. I only have eyes for you. I got it. So heavy-handed. <laughs> but, like, doo-wop can just create this this creepy... I don't know. There's something about yeah. the music that can feel, like, nostalgic and odd. It's true. Um, also, Melissa, I want to let you totally share this egg of uh, potential crossover with Pop Steiner. 
Oh, yeah. Because we totally got it. Well, no, I follow uh, Shelly on Instagram. Oh, okay. And that's why. So Pop Steiner is <laughs> also in Riverdale, which the actress, that I can't pronounce her name, so... Made, uh, Madgekin Anik. Yes. She... So... She's in... So Riverdale... So she's Shelly in the... Is uh, the Archie comic yeah, yeah. redo, which I watched almost the full first season of. It's I've watched amazing. all the first. It's... Melissa and I were like, oh, I'm gonna binge this. <laughs> and then it was like, work from home? What? I'm just gonna Thank watch you. all of this. So good. <laughs> and that's why I was like texting you. I was like, did you watch all of this? Because I got some news not, on that, too. I'm not quite totally there. I'm like three episodes behind. So... So no spoilers, but Pop Steiner is the diner in it. In it, yeah. So they think that, I mean. So there's a connection between Twin Peaks and and Riverdale, I think. The same diner is in the two. Because the diner, the Pop Steiner, that it shows. So it shows a mechanic, and then it shows a diner, and then it shows the which little girl. honestly could just be David Lynch being like, I love Manchinamics so right. much. And like, so all those, those little, three, those, those, yeah. those like three, he loves her. So I mean, he they show okay. this, these three people yeah. listening to the radio while this all is happening at the station. And they fall KPJK. Asleep, right? right. I wrote oh, that down yeah. too. I was like, what is KPJK? And that's when the music stops and the, and the, the woodsman's curse comes yeah. in. Yeah. This is the water and this is the well. Drink full and descend. The horse is the white of the eyes and dark within. Beautiful. And then beautifully red. I, I was like, People I don't want to say it because I feel like I'll, I'll get killed. Right? <laughs> I tweeted like, this. I like someone was like, thanks for killing a bunch of people. I'm like, really? And I was like, oh, no. Only if people say it out loud. Like, so there's the so horse. So there's the horse the reference. Horse. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And someone commented. People, people always pass out when that damn white, white horse... Right. So, right. Like, mostly Sarah Palmer, though. So yeah. this is. So that's why we think that this we little all girl's think the little girl Sarah Palmer, Palmer because right. she sees a white horse every time Bob's around, and, and this alien comes into her like the little frog alien yeah. goes into goes her mouth. into her mouth and yeah, and so I think I then, like it. She it must like you like control her to make her open her mouth because like right. she, she like, opens her mouth yeah. like weirdly wide like mm-hmm. yeah you, it would never do while you were sleeping. I mean the way it's a classic Lynch thing because she's like literally fifties perfect with like bobby socks and like a little girls and room. so many petticoats. I was really yeah and by just that. like falls asleep like a Disney princess and like <laughs> this like creature. So it it just makes you think, like, well, wait a second. So here we're saying that Sarah Palmer... She goes to change the channel, and then she stops herself and just lays down. Yes. Like a Disney princess. So, okay, I just want to go into, like, some weird, weird theory territory here and just, like, suss it out. So, okay, so we're saying from this episode that there's a possibility that Sarah Palmer is being controlled by some sort of... Um, what do you call it? Parasite. <laughs> there you go. Alien. At the very least, parasite, alien, some sort of other right. being that gives her some sort of powers, whatever. We're saying that Bob was created by the atomic bomb and a rift mm-hmm. in two worlds, and that Bob was controlling Leland, but Laura was sent to the world by well, the, the giant. I'm thinking, though, this, this little creature abomination could have been what the giant sent 
to the world, and that's gonna to protect. Oh, that, I didn't get. I'm guessing that's not the case, just because the giant does like good stuff, and this thing looks pretty evil. Well, but that's I don't why know. I looks think evil, that but I don't know. He they send Laura Palmer out into the world, and all they have is the mom. So then yeah. something with the mom has to. I feel like Laura Palmer is like the end all of everything. Yeah, where it's like we're gonna stop Bob by sending. Starting with this, right, and that's why Laura, like, why Bob wanted Laura so much, and he wanted to like be her or kill her, and so she died so that he wouldn't take her over. Yeah. So like, you're sort of, I I'm interested to see what this alien force is because, yeah, one would think if we're saying Bob is like the complete force of evil. Then, it, and a lot of Sarah Palmer's premonitions, had she followed them and, like, actually gone with them, would have saved Laura. That's that, true. like, this little alien creature is actually some sort of force of good trying to help Sarah to save Laura. Yeah. It's interesting how, like... But I felt like the eggs were also in the blob stuff that... With Bob. There was, like, right. little eggs, and then we see one hatch into this weird frog thing. Right. So, like, so it's I, it's like, is, is Sarah and Leland both taken over by Doug Puzz? Like, uh, and Laura was always <laughs> fucked. And like. why does the fate of the world hinge on the Palmer family? Like, why, you know, I think that that's... And the one picture of Laura Palmer. Right, and why don't they take more pictures of her? And where's Donna, by the way? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Doc Hayward does mention grandkids, I think, in his Skype conversation. I was like, oh, okay, so Donna had kids. Oh, because that's how he, oh, he that's how he knows Skype. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. they're grandkids. So it's just, it's a really strangely, I, I feel like it's going to pay off that we get this weird thing of like seven know, just gives you so many things and then eight just gives you and questions. And just going to... Not deal with any of this shit. I don't think yeah. it's gonna be something completely. Dougie all the time. More Dougie, just like you've seen him for twenty episodes. No, I can't. No, no. Good possibility. Yeah. Yes. Then maybe Tammy no. just bad acting. Yeah. Well, I feel like Gordon and Albert have to know now that uh, Bad Coop has escaped. Yeah. Oh, right, but, right, but yeah, right. I can't say that because well, we don't know. We don't know what episode nine will bring because Hopefully it will it bring me fucking Audrey. God <laughs> David Lynch, you don't know me, but I'm your most loyal and steadfast and true fan, and I have been with you <laughs> and I have been supportive and all I want is Audrey in the next episode. Like, come on, just do it. <laughs> Anyway, it's true. We have so many, like, because he set up so many little storylines where he's only given us little I know. hints. Where it's like, if Jerry gets more time than Audrey, so help me. Like, <laughs> I mean, he might because maybe he's just more into it, too. I know. But, like, we still have to find out what's going on in Vegas, what's going on in <laughs> Buenos Aires. <laughs> so, so many, many questions. It's like, so, so like, there's still so many, so many episodes that are just going to be like. One step forward, two steps back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited with episode seven. Like, I was texting yes! Kelly, like, this is amazing. This is happening. It's and then happening eight again. came, and I was like, what? is this I'm glad we were like messaging each other because I was <coughs> I was gonna be like in the fetal position rocking myself to sleep <laughs> otherwise uh, stay with us guys we're gonna take you through the dark tunnels and into the light of the white lodge one of these maybe. days <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile <laughs>